Today's scripture reading is from the Gospel of John, chapter 19, verses 25 through 27. Meanwhile, standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Would you join me a prayer? Gracious and loving God, we invite you in this place. We are here to listen to your word. Lord, with your spirit, open our hearts and our minds so that we may hear what you want us to do and be. Thank you, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me start with a story. An elder lady was amazed how nice the young man was who lives right next to her house. Every day, he would help her get her things from her car or help her in her yard. And one day, the lady finally asked the young man, son, how did you become such a fine and nice young man? And the man replied, well, when I was a young boy, I had a drug problem. She couldn't believe it. And she said, oh, I'm sorry. And the young man replied, it is true. My parents drove me to church on Sunday morning Draw me to church on Sunday night and draw me church on Wednesday night. <laughs> Good morning, church. Good morning. Welcome back. I believe it was the Holy Spirit who drug you to church this morning. <laughs> During Lent, we are journeying together with our sermon series entitled Fin Final Words from the Cross. Over the last two weeks, we have been studying Jesus' first and second last words from the cross. And we considered what each word revealed about God and what message it delivers to us today. And today, we will consider Jesus' third last words. Uma, here is your son. John. Here is your mother. Two weeks ago, I told you that the first three words among the seven, Jesus' last words expressed Jesus' concern surrounding, um, concern for the, those surrounding the cross. The first week, Jesus was uh, expressed his concern about the people who crucified him. And last week, we look at the uh, interaction between Jesus and the two criminals who were hung on the cross right next to 
Jesus. And we studied together how Jesus invited the criminal to, the, to paradise. And we considered what it meant to us. This week, we turn our attention to Jesus' mother, Mary, and Jesus' closest people who come to this horrifying place. wanted to offer comfort and spiritual support to Jesus. The Gospel John records that on the journey to Calvary, Jesus was not alone, but with company. John says there were three women with Jesus at the cross. This gives an opportunity to understand who Jesus was. And also some of the dynamics of Jesus' ministry. Unlike today, the world in which Jesus lived, women and children were treated as the least. You might remember the story that when um, the women brought their children to Jesus so that they could listen to his amazing message. And Jesus' disciple rebuked them. Go away. But what did Jesus say? Kingdom of God is someone like this. So let them come in. So Jesus welcomed the children, and the women. Jesus invited them to listen to God's words. Not only did Jesus also welcome women and children in his ministry. So thus, the short sentence, there were three women with Jesus, indicates that Jesus broke the barriers that saw women as not having worth or value in the community. And Jesus invited them to be a part of his ministry. These three women followed Jesus all the way to the place called the skull, where Jesus was crucified. John tells us that uh, these three women are Jesus' mother, Mary of Nazareth, and her sister, Mary of Clophas and Mary Magdalene. There are three Mary. <laughs> and now I want you to focus on Mary, Jesus' mother, who felt powerless, whose heart was filled with agony and pain as she watched these horrifying scenes and as she watched her son died on the cross. Do you feel her pain? Do you feel her agony? I think all of us can feel some of what Mary's feeling because we all dealt with loss. Whether it was a friend, a family member, 
or even the most painful loss of a child, we can feel Mary's grief. And as we feel her pain, we are joining her story at this moment. Now let us turn our attention to John. John, as you see that the, throughout the gospel, John uses his crimes as one of uh, the, the most beloved disciple. And this means that John was most closely associated with Jesus. And there was a deep friendship and the kinship between Jesus. So before going deeper, John, let's take our attention to Jesus, who is watching all of these scenes from the cross. He watches his mom weeping in front of him. It must be very painful for him to watch his mom as well. What was he thinking at the moment? In this scene, we do not know where all the where all other disciples were besides John. And we do not know where all of Jesus' siblings or his father were. According to the biblical scholars, Joseph, the father of Jesus, probably passed away before Jesus started his ministry. So that's why we haven't you know, heard his name since Jesus turned to 12. So after his father's death, probably it was Jesus who took care of his mom, Mary, according to his custom, because Jesus was the first son of Mary and Joseph. But at the moment of dying, he realized that he was no longer to take care of his mom. And he might feel pity of Mary and her life after his death. So Jesus probably wanted to give Mary comfort and at the same time promise her a life of security because Jesus knew how hard it would be for her to live as a widow. So after Jesus gone, probably she had to endure all the hardships and curse the people surrounding her gave. 
So Jesus looked around. Who's there? He didn't see any of his siblings, but only John. The most beloved disciple, the one that Jesus trusts the most. So with a compassion and love for his mother, Jesus said to his mother, woman, here's your son. And turned his face to John and said to him, here is your mother. Jesus' third words reveals Jesus' loving care for his mom. And at the same time, it reveals the nature of God. The God who cares for God's people. We sometimes wonder if God cares for us. If God cares what we are going through. Or sometimes we think that God is too big. God is too big to care for our little problems. In this third word from the cross, we see that God cares intimately about the tiny things that his people deals with. He is God of big things, and he is God of small things. He is God of all. So there is no detail or too small for God's loving care. That's who our God is, the loving and the caring God with compassion and love. Then you might, you might wonder, how God cares about us through God's people. Through God's people who have willing and loving hearts. Through them, God shows us how much God cares for us. So through John, God wanted to show his love and his compassion to his mom. And Jesus wanted to show John that what is his responsibility as his disciple to care for those who are in need. And the scripture says, after Jesus said to John, John, here's your mom. And the scripture says, from that time on, John took Mary into his home. 
It means that John carried out Jesus' words faithfully. So why did the message underline Jesus' words to Mary and to John? I think two messages are on the line. First, as I said earlier, God cares about us. Our God cares for our agony and suffering deeply. And our God wants to bring healing and restoration to us. Throughout his ministry, Jesus demonstrated to us who God is, the God who is with us, and the God who hears our cries, and the God who heals the sick, and the God who invites the sinners, the least and the marginalized, and the God who fed hungry. and the God who wept when his friends and his people died and are sick. At the last moment, Jesus wanted to remind us again who God is. A second, the message that underlying Jesus' word is that Jesus calls us to care for one another by inviting us into a new relationship that Christ created. In his last words, Jesus invited us to see the way that family is not just those that we are related to, but family ties are transcended into church by the Holy Spirit. It is true that by baptism, we become the children of God. And by baptism, we become a part of God's adopted family. As Jesus asked John to care for his mother. As Jesus called Mary to accept John's care. These words invite us to see caring for one another as our responsibility as a church. Furthermore, these words challenge us to extend our care to community, including those who are marginalized, who are sick, who are in need, who are suffering, and who are grieving, and those who are having a difficult life. That is our call. Let's look around who are in this place. They are your mother. They are your father. They are your children and your grandchildren. God binds us as a family 
by the water and by the Spirit of God. And God wants us to care for one another. And not only us, but everybody outside our church, in this, the people in this community, in this nation, and in the world, because God called them as God's children. And those who are joining us online, you are our family. And those who, whom we haven't seen or heard, they are part of our family. Because it is God who binds us as a family. So this time, I want you to close your eyes and reflect on Jesus' words. Woman, here is your son. John, here is your mother. And I want you to consider what our God calls you to do at this moment. What person or persons does our God ask you to take care of as you walk the season of Lent? Are you ready to accept the call? If not, let us pray to God to give us a loving and a willing heart so that we can carry on God's call and the mission that our Lord Jesus asked us to do. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your words that reminds us our call and our relationship with one another. Help us hear your call to John and Mary as our own. Help us accept your call with our faithful hearts as John and Mary did. So you might care for our parents, our children, our sisters and brothers in Christ so that we might see others as our own parents, our children, and we care for them. We pray this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen.